Me and the boys have known each other since we were kids. We live in the same town, work at the same bar. When we go on tour, it's like a little adventure. We like to go in style. We get on the road and play our music loud. Okay, sorry, sorry, I'll stop. If you are listening to this podcast right now, chances are you are using Spotify and are absolutely tired of listening to this ad again and again and again. But hold on. Did you know there was a time when you actually physically had to buy music? And there was this time when instead of booking a cab on your phone, you actually had to go on the street and hail one. Human beings always try to improve themselves and their lives in general. It's always about making life happier and easier. Think about it. Every time you use a new app, every time you buy a new product, and every commodity that you use in your day-to-day life is actually solving a problem and making your life a little bit better. Whenever you use a new app or buy a new product, you aren't just using it because it looks beautiful and aesthetic, but also because experiencing it adds value to your life. Today on the third episode of our podcast, Sahil and I will talk about the world of user experience design, which deals with the interaction between human beings and technology. Now, coming back to our Spotify example. Listening to music is not really a huge problem nowadays, is it? But think about it. If you had to enjoy your favorite song, you had to either buy a physical copy of the album or had to download it from the internet. Most of the time, illegally. But it's not just that Spotify is the only application that makes streaming music seamless. You'll find many apps on the Play Store that allow you to stream music nowadays. Yet, according to a recent research, it was found that about 70% of the people who stream music choose Spotify over any other application. Exactly. I also have an Amazon Prime membership, which I originally brought for streaming movies on the Prime Video app. But that membership gives me access to Amazon Music Catalog. That too within the covered cost. Yet, most people prefer using Spotify and are okay for listening to the occasional ads over actually using Amazon Music, which is technically free. This begs the question of why does this even happen? Now, there's most likely a reason for your preference. And this is where UX design, which stands for user experience design, comes in. Every product that you use may be an app on your phone or a pencil stand on your study table. By every product, I mean every product has an experience associated with it. And UX design does the work of identifying this experience and improving it. Now, with something like Spotify, the user gets a smooth experience when searching songs, discovering new artists, and just enjoying music in general. All of this is available on Amazon Music, and you may get the same experience from it too. But Spotify's UX design is what gives it the edge. Exactly. Imagine two products that are quite similar in function. User experience design is what makes you choose one product over the other. Then go home and tell your friends about it and choose it again and again and again. I mean, if the UX of an app is horrible, you are most likely never to use it again. And that's a huge loss for the company because they just lost one user. So to summarize it for you, user experience is what makes you enjoy using a certain product or service over the other. But wait, 
you might think, isn't design supposed to do with something that makes things look beautiful and aesthetic? And if that's the case, why haven't we mentioned colors, topography, and layouts by now? Well, yes, that's a part of product designing too. But this is known as user interface, and this field is called as user interface design or UI design. Now, UI and UX go almost hand in hand with each other. Without UI, there is no UX, and without UX, the app is just a bunch of code put together without any human touch. Imagine you log into a new website and I am the UX designer behind it. If I've done my job correctly, you will never even notice it. As soon as you're frustrated with something, that's when I've done my job wrong. My work should be completely invisible to you if it's done right. User experience design is about making a product more satisfying to use by improving its accessibility and usability. Now, what I mean by that, without using any buzzwords, is that if I'm working on, say, for example, a website, you should be able to enter it and easily understand how to use it and get your work done without any pause or hesitation. It should be both natural for you to understand and satisfying at the same time, but still maintain efficiency when it comes to functionality. Now, there won't be any blinking lights on the app that say, hey, we used UX over here because I'm working behind the scene to create an absolutely enjoyable digital product. And this is what UX design is all about, to make digital products easy to use and more accessible for a larger audience. If you need a user manual to use Instagram, that means Instagram's design team has done a terrible job designing the UX. The whole point of UX design is to make an app, which in reality is just a bunch of code, more easier for humans to use. And this is what UX design is all about. In a way, you can say that UX design thrives to make machines more humane in the way that they behave. UX design is booming in the last few years and is showing no signs of slowing down anytime soon. Companies have realized that for them to be profitable, they need to make sure that their product is top class. Now, classic examples of this are Hotmail back in the early 1990s and Evernote in the 2010s. These companies made sure that their product was spot on and invariably it marketed itself for the most part. To give you a more recent example, this year about 14 Indian startups became unicorn startups. A unicorn startup is a startup that reaches a valuation of $1 billion. One of them is Zerodha, an online stock trading app which recently became a unicorn. The astonishing thing about Zerodha is that they spent a total of zero rupees on direct marketing and advertisements. Zero. Yes, you heard it right. Zero rupees. That's insane when you think about it, isn't it? And do you know the reason for it? It's because their product was pitch perfect in the way it was designed. And this just shows how important UX is in the tech world. Now that we have seen what UX design really is from a larger perspective, let's take a look at what the process of designing these products actually looks like. Before any app or digital product is built, a UX designer tries to find out what the problem the app is solving and if it is really a problem in the first place. They do the work of understanding and empathizing with the problems of the user and then work with other designers on the team to create prototypes for what the app will look like and most importantly, what using the app will feel like. Later, once the prototype is made, they work with the other software developers on the team to convert these prototypes into fully functioning apps. 
If I have to use an analogy, think of the app that you are building as a house. The UX designer here is the architect and the software developer is the one who builds the house. Now, user experience design isn't only seen in technology and apps. UX design tries to improve every aspect of our day-to-day -day life. A store in Mumbai has this feature where they have two different sets of shopping baskets for customers to choose from. One black color and one red. The point of this is that if the customer wants to shop alone and enjoy the shopping experience on their own, they choose the black basket. And if they want assistance from the salesperson, they choose the red basket. By making this minor change in the shopper's experience, the store has made sure that the customers have a more convenient time buying clothes. And this is an example of good user experience. Improving user experience in day-to-day -day life does not need you to learn from lengthy definitions and read textbooks. Now, UX design is an internet skill. So, you don't even need a college degree to get a job as a UX designer. Even companies like Google and Tesla don't require the UX designers to have a college degree. The skills a UX designer needs are having an understanding of how tech works, incorporating design thinking in their work, and understanding basic human psychology. There's no defined way to get into UX design and there isn't a hard and fast rule that you need a design degree either. Many of the top designers I myself know are completely self-taught. What you will need though is a portfolio of your work which proves that you know your trade when it comes to UX. Now these can include self-made passion projects or client work you've done while freelancing or any other work you've done when it comes to design. What I'm trying to say here is anyone and everyone can learn UX just by doing a simple Google search about it and tons of free and paid resources will show up. A good place to get started is a free YouTube crash course on abnux.com. That's A-B-N-U-X.com. Along with this, I highly recommend reading articles on medium.com. Medium is equivalent to heaven for people interested in technology and design. They love sharing their work and new ideas over there, which automatically makes it an amazing resource for learning UX design. I'll add this and other necessary links in the show notes below, so you can check them out later after the episode. To conclude, UX is that unexplainable feeling you get, which makes you choose one digital product over another. It isn't only about how aesthetically pleasing it looks, but also about the feel and functionality of the product. This episode was all about understanding UX and its importance in day-to-day -day life. I personally love building things, especially in the tech domain. But when I tried my hand at coding, I realized that this just wasn't for me and began searching for different ways to still build amazing products without actually having to code. This is when I landed on UX design. Now, both Nivida and I aren't experts in this field. But we hope our insights and experience helped you in understanding the world of UX. On the next episode, Parth and Mukta will go deep into philosophy and try making sense of the choices we make in life and the concept of optimistic nihilism. Thank you.